0: In this episode, we take a look at archangels Sandalphon and Azrael. Sandalphon is the archangel of music, and Azrael is the archangel of death. We try to give some clarity on what these angels are really like and how you can use them in your everyday life. Hi, I'm Heather Wood, and I'm an intuition and ego expert.
1: And I'm Jamie Hayhurst, and I'm an energy healer.
0: We're both passionate about smashing the patriarchy, integrity in the spiritual world, and social justice. This is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. AJ, we're back with another Archangels episode. Yes. I love these Archangels. People love these episodes. I'm so excited about that. I know. They get lots of listens. Yeah. Okay. So the two we're doing today are Mm Sandalfong and Azrael. Yes. Fawn and I are quite close. Azrael and you are quite close. Correct. So we did one one for each of us today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive right in with Sandalfon. Yeah, I think I have to admit that
1: this is an archangel that I always forget about.
0: But I also think that's
1: fine. I mean, I feel guilty about it, but I don't,
0: I don't think you need to
1: feel guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean compare it to other stuff like if there was like a fairy that you never thought to call on would right. you feel bad or an elf no and
1: no and any spirit like that does not think like that like if you're worried that you're like dead people are like mad at you about something I mean, that's no. not how that energy works they have like far better things to do there's so much more high vibe <laughs> <laughs> than we are yes you <laughs> so know i mean it's like true yeah like they're, the frequency, the functioning is so much higher than what we humans are doing. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Archangel isn't gonna be mad at me because I don't think about them enough.
0: <laughs> no, the only one that cares is Michael. Michael, right? Exactly. And Michael will just bother you until you get it. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. and I, I don't ever read him as mad. No,
1: no, no, he just wants the attention.
0: And like, you're gonna be more connected to different energies, and that's fine. Right. Do you think like the energy of flowers is annoyed if you spend a lot of time? feeling like you're connected to trees. Yes. No. Right. Right. Yes. No. 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 Okay. It's the same thing. Right. Okay. So Sandalfon is just to sum him up. I see him as masculine. Okay. I wouldn't say like uber masculine. Okay. I see him as like maybe the kind of guy who wears sandals.
2: Okay. His name is Sandalfon. So that could
0: be why. (laughs) Yeah. A little (laughs) Jesus-y.
2: Gotcha.
0: Okay. So he i'm gonna use he but again see our whole episode on archangels like yes. our, our foundation one yes they are not gendered correct okay so sandal fawn is basically the archangel of music yes also delivering the messages
1: which you are the queen of getting messages <laughs> through songs I am songs playing on your phone without
0: you telling it to all the time. Songs follow me around, so like I'll go in different places, and the same song will keep playing. There was a whole year of my life where everywhere I went, Hotel California was playing. You I never, up,
1: but you can never leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's really, really interesting. Also, if I walk in somewhere and there's a certain song playing, hmm. I know what that means. Oh, okay. It's a message to me about the environment I'm currently in. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And that is a sandal thing.
1: I've been with you when your phone has just randomly started playing a song. You weren't even touching your phone.
0: I really think people don't believe me no, that I, that happens so often. I don't but... think
1: they believe you either. That's, what yeah. I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it because I've vouching. seen it happen. It's incredible.
0: And I won't be touching it. It'll just no. suddenly start playing music. There's nothing open. That happens all the time to me. That has happened to me since I was a very young kid. Obviously, right. I didn't have a cell phone, but like music would play or right. like a song. I would just like keep connecting. Yeah. And I also, as a kid, was, like, a dancer. So, like, I was very connected to music. And I think it just – I think just me and Sandalphon's energies are connected. That's yeah, all. I agree. You don't have to be close to all of them.
1: No, and also you can be like me. who I'm very connected to music, the emotionality of music, and, like, getting messages through music, but not know that it's Sandalphon.
0: Yeah, you're just not naming it. Yeah, you're not naming yeah. it, but you can be connected to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So fawn is – represented by the color turquoise. I have to tell you, I don't ever see color around sandal fawn. Okay. But I'm sure people do. I'm sure. Yeah. So if you are seeing a lot of turquoise around, it might be like a message that you should like tune into some music mm-hmm. or see what they have to say. And like, if you want to know the gender of your baby, a lot of people call on sandal fawn. I have never made that connection, but there's always a weird element to mm-hmm. every archangel that yeah. you're like, why is that connected? Right. That's one of them. I would say Sandalfon's energy feels to me similar to Metatron in the way that you're like, "Oh, you were there the whole time?" Oh, yeah. Not like right. Michael coming in and like knocking you over, Big but entrance. like
2: yeah.
0: yeah, like, "Oh, you've right. always been there."
2: Not gotcha.
0: startling. Yep. Just like made you suddenly aware of their presence. Gotcha. Mhm. Let's say you have you're trying to like manifest something or you're trying to get an answer like what which path should i follow we we know that yeah they're both right but right. still you're really trying to get clarity on a message or you want that message like delivered to you faster or way more obvious than the universe is sandal fun is a good person to call for that okay i think it's because of giving messages through music which is like uh it's a very like Human way of understanding something mm-hmm. that's sort of like outside of yourself right, so I think if you're trying to get that that sort of amplified message of something you probably already know right sandalphon is good at that I have sort of a question about this
1: okay i'm I'm sure it's sort of like splitting hairs or nitpicking a little bit, but mm-hmm. I feel like you could apply that to a I'm thinking of two other archangels, like Gabriel, who does messages, yes. like messages, right? Yes. And then Samuel, who we haven't, he hasn't had his own episode yeah. yet, but right. um, they're better, they're good for, like, clarity, the, you know, the most efficient route to something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Sandalphon mm-hmm. also. So how do you, you just... You just choose. There's so much crossover. I, I feel like the same thing. If you were to call on like a goddess, mm. and you were like, "But wait, all of these goddesses are fertility and abundance, right?" Like, right, wisdom. Exactly. Right. I think what you have to do is think about like which one do you feel more connected, connected to, right?
1: right? Like, I would say Shamuel. That I would go, yeah, that way.
0: Yeah, and if you called on Shamuel and you're like, "Hey, Shammy, make this clear." <laughs> That's how I
2: would <laughs> That's talk. I, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 then. And it didn't happen. Right. Then maybe try samphong. Okay. Like I, I don't think it's like oh, you can only ask. It's no right this. or
1: wrong. Again, it's not black or white, right or wrong.
0: I mean, if you think about it, all archangels and all angels, whatever, any choir of angels, their whole purpose is to take the sort of universe concepts and help humans understand them.
1: Yeah, they're there's the go between between the universe and humans. So,
0: really, any of them's job is it's to help it. you get clarity on what's happening. Right. So, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a catch all. To me, if I wanted clarity on a message and I wanted it in a song, I would ask Sandalfon. Gotcha. If I'm like, I don't, I'm getting all these signs and I don't understand them, I would ask Gabriel. Gotcha. If I'm like, I get this message, it's blatant right in front of me and I don't get it, I might ask Sandalfon. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I don't think there's a right or wrong though.
2: Okay.
0: If you're trying to communicate something, the first place I would go for help with communication is going to be Gabriel. Right. See our episode on Gabriel. Yeah. But if I wanted a little backup, I would call on Sandal too. Okay. Especially if it has to do with having someone understand your emotional state. Yes. So think of how music is so connected to that. I
2: True. would do the
0: same thing True. with sandal Okay. If you are a musician, Mm. which I am not a musician, nor am I, I am a lover of musicians, but I have no talent in that area at all. Yeah. It's like a different language that I will never understand (laughs) that I enjoy appreciating. Right. But if you are Archangel Sandalfon is your homie. Yeah. And I would highly recommend really being more cognizant of calling Sandalfon in. Okay. Because the connection of how human beings relate to and understand music in a very intuitive way. Like no one taught you that a certain note that you hear, it makes you feel a certain way.
1: Oh, right. Like the frequencies and vibrations. That's right.
0: intuition. Or even an emotion. You right. could hear a chord of a song and be like gutted.
1: Yeah. Or get like a stomach ache from it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or you could hear, you could hear like a couple of notes and be motivated. True. So True. no one taught you that. Right. But we all hear it the same and feel the same with the same ones for the yeah. most part. Right. right. Yep. So that whole idea of like the the way that humans see music and like how magical music is, but how we normalize it
2: mm-hmm.
0: is sandalphon.
1: Gotcha.
0: That's the energy of sandalphon. Okay. So if you're some kind of a musician, you want sandalphon in your life. Okay. Writer, composer, you're trying to learn a piece of music. I don't care if you just like play piano every time you go to your grandma's house, doesn't matter. Calling on Sandalphon is going to help. Gotcha. Okay. One of my most favorite things to do, and I think I'm a weirdo in this, but I mean, I'm a weirdo in a lot of things Yeah. is to say, I want a message from this spirit. Could Sandalphon, could you send me a song? Oh, in fact, I did on Facebook one time. I like oh, had yeah. people say, like I want a message and I would like listen for a song and when I got it for that person, I would write it and say this was the song. People loved that. People enjoyed it. Yeah. They love no, they loved it. Okay. <laughs> they loved it. I do that all the time. If I'm like, oh, I want I just want like a a message from my grandmother. Mm. I'll then I'll just put on some music and I will I will feel this like I think other people experience this. So I'm gonna describe it. I'll just be like, music will be background. I'll just Mm -hmm. be enjoying it. And then all of a sudden it's like all of my attention pulls to the song and I feel like I'm locked in on it. Mm -hmm. I know that's the one that has the message. Right. Yeah.
1: I think with me, it's a little subtler. Like I'll just notice something. I'll notice a song or note, note it and I'll be like, oh, this is it.
0: Yes. I think that is probably more normal.
1: Well, I think that's where people get in their heads about it, right? Okay, it's yeah. like, Oh my, my overthinking. This is this not really the message. It's always if you're the message. noting it and you're thinking, is this the message? It's the message.
0: If you're questioning, this is true for anything, not just mm-hmm. music. If you're going, that thing that I thought was a message, is it? If that's the order of your thought process, yes, exactly. It is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because you just had an intuitive moment and then question the intuition, right? If you're trying to make something the intuitive message, it's not correct. So. Pro tip. Exactly. You're <laughs> if it <works>. you're welcome. <laughs> if you're questioning it, it is that. Yes. The other thing that you can do with Sandalphon is you can just ask for a message about your life. Mm, this is I've something done this. I not do with, this
1: not with Sandalphon, but
0: I've done this like yes, but that yeah, is with Sandalphon, right? Exactly. Right. Again, this isn't like the way you've been taught about archangels, where like I don't know, I'm just picturing Dorian Virtue being mad at me or something. All of her fans are mad at you. We get a lot of messages. They're mad at you, too. I don't know why you're singling me up. They are mad at us. How dare we? Sorry, go ahead. If the hill you are going to die on is defending Doreen Virtue, I mean, I think you need to shift around your priorities. Just
1: pick a different podcast.
0: It's that simple.
2: No, you can keep listening.
0: (laughs) All right. I very frequently will ask for a message just about anything in my life. Yes. And again, it does not have to be, you don't have to say Sandalfawn's name. It's not like Beetlejuice, so that you get them to appear. <laughs> you can just ask for a message in music. But just so you know, that's Sandalfawn who's delivering. Right. And I also, when the song comes that is the answer, very often get mad. <laughs> oh really? Because <laughs> it's like I don't know. The song will be just about like taking a nap or something. And I'm like ready to murder everyone. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So Sandalfon is not going to give you the message you want. Right. Sandalfon's going to give you the message you need. I mean, right. Yeah. And it's not, it's always simpler than what I want.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately it might not be a very profound moment. No. I know we all want it to be this big, like aha moment. It might just be, You're dehydrated and you're tired. Right. Exactly. You're hormonal.
0: Yeah. Who
2: knows
1: what it is, but it's like, it's sometimes it's just like, it's probably just
0: confirmation about what you've already know. Yeah. No. And and if you're asking, you probably don't like it. Exactly. So it's confirmation about the thing you don't don't want to know. Yeah. In the form of a song that you most likely enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think the invention of being able to shuffle through weird combinations of music mm, was yes. directly done by Sandalpon. Really? Can you imagine the doors that opens for an angel trying to get you a message yes. if they don't have to like just use Bon Jovi songs? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, that's what um, Busy Phillips uses on her Instagram. She calls it psychic shuffle. Mm. And she'll just let her phone play. Like it'll shuffle through all her, like, all the songs on her phone. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always
0: something that, like makes her cry. Same. I do the something. same thing all the yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I won't even look, and I'll just hit a playlist and yes. see what plays
2: mm, if I don't feel like. I love shuffle. that.
0: Yeah. So, and sometimes the song you're like, um, "Why are you playing Santa Maria?" Again? Why playing rump shaker. <laughs> What's the message here? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you have to dig a little. Like sometimes well, you have to go. Like when was I enjoying yes, this song exactly. originally? What might this mean?
1: Right. If the song is Rump Shaker, like <laughs> the Thong song, it's probably about that time in your life, right? Which would be like the early 2000s.
0: Is that when Thong song was
2: from? Yes. It's that old. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, now that's
0: going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to look at more of it. Like Sandalfon's not always going to give you a song with a lyric that perfectly answers your question. Yes. But there's going to be a connection in the song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not always going to be the first song that plays. Mm-hmm. But it, there is going to be one. Right. And the, the meaning of the song to you is more important than the actual reason the artist wrote the song right. or the actual lyrics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? It could also be like your dead dad's favorite song.
1: <laughs> That's very specific. You but yes, <laughs> <laughs> like it could be that favorite song. So it, doesn't, that, it wouldn't have a personal meaning to me, but it would obviously be a sign exactly. from my dead
0: dad. Yes. You know, or if you're like, say you're working on something and you're like trying to heal some trauma that you have in your life and the song that was like the theme of your prom keeps playing. Yes. It doesn't right. mean that the message, like the song itself, what they're saying is the message. It's right. like, Hey, look here, go back to, there's an answer school. for you.
1: Right. Exactly. To senior school. year.
0: Yes. Like, exactly. What was happening then? What were the yes. themes
1: and problems then? Who was in your life then? There's
0: a, there's a clue here. So it's sort of like telling you to look somewhere. It's like giving you a hint. Yep. Yeah. A lot of times that's what the music does. In addition, if you're like me and you start to notice patterns, Mm -hmm. you can get messages when you haven't even asked. Like what I said, like if I walk into a restaurant, there's always going to be a song playing, right? Like a code song. Many. Right. So I'll hear it and it will just sort of give me a heads up of the energy I'm walking into. Love that. A lot of times I could just by the song, tell you what kind of server I'm going to have. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you are able to pay attention, I realize that not everyone likes to detective work, everything to death. Like I do. Right. Right. But if you can just sort of clock stuff, you you'll notice, notice that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: I also notice when I'm with certain people, certain genres of music come on a lot more often. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think it is interesting. And then sometimes I'll just hear a song that makes me think of someone else. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I if a song I know is, if a notorious B.I.G. song comes on, I'm going to think I'm of thinking you. Thinking about me. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll send Jamie a text. Gotcha. Right? Yep. Yeah. After I'm done rapping, embarrassingly white girl rapping. Embarrassing your children. Yeah. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, in the car is a great time to do this. There mm-hmm. is something magical that happens. I feel like we've talked about this before when you're driving. Yeah. And being able to get intuitive messages.
1: Your state changes a little bit when you're driving.
0: Your state changes and your brain is in that state of like just busy enough. Yep. Where it's not over analyzing everything that you're doing. It's sort of focused on driving. Correct. I mean, I do sometimes be like, wait, I don't remember getting here. I don't remember driving here. How did I get that's here? like
1: a hypnotic state, right? Yes. Like you really are paying attention.
0: Yeah. You're just consciousness was also somewhere, somewhere else, else at the right? same time. Yeah. Um, the The last thing I would say is. Sandalfawn's gonna answer you quickly. Okay. So if you asked for a message mm-hmm. and then like two weeks later you heard a song and felt something, that That's probably not it. wasn't it.
1: <laughs> not, I'll say it. That's not it. <laughs>
0: it probably yeah. is gonna happen in the day. Yes. So Sandalfawn's pretty quick, quick turnaround from Sandalfawn. Right. I would say a fun thing to do would okay. be to just today at some point. I'm definitely doing this. Say to Sandalfawn, send me a song. And just let me know when it's the song, just any kind of message okay. and see what happens. Now, if you go all through your day and you forgot about it and you never got the song, just do it again tomorrow. Right. Don't worry about it. Right. But I think being really general and open about it is mm-hmm. a really fun thing to do. Yeah. I like that. It's sort of like pulling yourself a card every day. Yes. It's just like pulling yourself a song every day. I like that. Yeah. You can also set the intention when you go on, to however you listen to music and yeah. you're just like shuffle all playlists or something, you can just say like number five and see what the fifth song is. Mm. See mm. if it if it strikes any chord. I like that too. Yeah. 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 You don't have to call Sandalphone by name. But again, you do strengthen the connections when you right. when you picture them or you call them by name. Yeah. You're tapping into that energy specifically. Exactly. Intentionally. Intentionally, yes. Right. So, again, there's no shame in not being connected. But I do think this is a really fun Archangel. I agree. I also love, like, let's say I'm going to meet somebody for the first time. Mm -hmm. I'll ask Archangel Sandalfon for a song to, like, give me a heads up about them. And then I'll note what plays. And a lot of times I'm like, huh? And then I meet the person, and, like, two minutes in, I'm like, oh. Uh, (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) That's why. That's funny. So another fun experiment you could try. I love that. Yeah. All right. So let us know if you do that. Definitely um, let us know. You're also welcome to ask Sandalphon for messages for us, and then tell them to us. Yes.
2: Go right ahead. And do you messages. can pick us
0: us. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's take a quick break, Kay. and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Archangel Azrael, which Jamie is the Archangel of Death. <gasps> dun dun dun. We'll be right back after this short break.
1: All right, Heather, it's season four. We're here for another season and we still have our favorite sponsor, Restoration Coffee.
0: What coffee are you drinking these days, Jay? It goes back and forth between a Rachel and a Paige. I'm still drinking my Americanos. So if you want a fantastic cup of coffee to go with listening to the IGG or any other podcast that you might listen to, check out Restoration Coffee. You can go to their website. It's restoration-coffee.com. Check it out and tell them that the Intuitive Girl sent you. Yeah. Can't go wrong.
1: Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. Okay, today we are once again obsessed with a TikTok. Shocker. I know. Um, and this person I follow on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, oh, I only
0: follow on TikTok. I'll have to follow on Instagram. Too.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's by Jeffrey Marsh, who goes by they, they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a TikTok. I think you sent it to me on TikTok. I did, yes. And it was about this, the theory, mm-hmm. the saying of hurt people, hurt people.
0: Yes, and it was sort of um, contradicting that a little bit. Yes, like,
1: exactly. Or digging into it.
0: Digging into it. Yeah. So I think on the surface Indeed. saying hurt people hurt people. It makes is, sense. It makes sense and it's not untrue. Correct. But it's also very dismissive. Yeah, and it, it doesn't really call for much accountability. Right. Like just because you were hurt doesn't mean you hurt. Like there's something else there. Well
1: what they're saying in their TikTok is I was hurt as a child. Uh-huh. I was hurt growing up. I was traumatized and abused. Right. Jeffrey speaks very frankly about how they were abused as a child.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and they said, But I don't hurt people. Exactly. I, I work really hard to not hurt people.
0: Exactly. Right? So there's this there's this like oversimplifying. Right. And it happens in the like intuitive world all the time, right. where it's like, okay, you have this in your past and mm-hmm. that's why it's repeating in the future. And there's truth in it, yeah. but it's not the whole story.
1: Well, it's sort of this thing that humans do is that they take a saying or a catchphrase or a line about something, and then they use it to sort of wipe everything away. Like hurt people do hurt people. Right. it all but now after years of people saying it it's just an excuse
0: yes exactly
1: right so because that's the problem the
0: hurt people who are hurting people are there's something else wrong and i'm sure right. wrong is the right word but do you know what i mean something, something else, else is play yes right. exactly right so it's oversimplifying and in some form or another we're all hurt people
1: And we, I think that when that phrase first came out, whenever, I don't know what the origin of it was, but it was used as a way to explain people's behavior or to create empathy or sympathy. But now we've like jumped the shark with it and it's, (laughs) it's just an excuse.
0: Exactly. It used to be like, okay, I can have some empathy for that person. Right. And I can understand it's not personal. They're acting this way because they've been hurt. Right. I get that. And that is fine to do. Right. But it's it's just like you can't blanket statement that and stop there. Right. It gives me real vibes of when people say, "Oh, you're not empathic. That's not a real thing. It's because you were you had like a parent who was unsafe, and you had to like over know people's emotions." And I'm always like, "Not me. Not your case. Absolutely not. That's not how that was in my life. No, not your family. So." it's really like just putting this like category of like, this is why everyone's this way and making it too simple. When there's a lot of us who are like, that's not my story.
1: Right. And I did the work. Like, how come, how come this person gets the, the excuse or this get out of jail free card of hurt people, hurt people. But like I was hurt Mm -hmm. and I didn't hurt people. I worked really hard. I worked my ass off to like learn and grow and do better and be better. And, and to
0: heal all that shit. Like, Where's my tagline? I mean, my tagline would be "Hurt people, people please." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I
1: wasn't hurting anyone. I was hurting myself. It just have the same ring to it. <laughs> right,
2: it? maybe that's why I has like a on. yet
0: we'll add it to our imaginary merch <laughs> <birth>. t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's too general, and I think yeah. I think it it's a good question to say why did that person continue that cycle right because it's it's sort of like the curses episode
2: mm-hmm. where
0: we talked about how like it isn't this thing out of your control it's this really beautiful thing to be a curse breaker and to go right you know all these these people before me passed this on and I stopped and did the work and brought awareness to it mm. I, I did the shadow work involved right and came out the other side so I didn't continue it it's sort of it like hurt people hurt people sort of like glamorizes that continuing in a way exactly
1: i agree with you and i think like sort of the follow-up or like the better version of that is that saying of like um you know people hurting you wasn't your responsibility but you healing from it is yeah right like Mm -hmm. whatever i've seen many variations of that is that like like you're not responsible for the harm that was done to you you know but you are responsible for how it affects your life and how you treat other people with it
0: Yeah, like how you carry it.
1: Right. So I think that's like a more
0: functional version of hurt people, hurt people. Yes. So I would just say, keep looking at all these like really general statements. Right. And keep being like, no, that wasn't wasn't my story. Right. It's okay if it's yours. Right. But it isn't mine. Exactly. All right, Jay, we're going to talk about Archangel Azrael. Yes, we are. The angel of death, the grim reaper. I'm
1: going to make a really weird cultural reference right here that I don't even know if people like, you know how, when you're a parent, if you're a parent, you probably people to relate to this, that like you watch your kids stuff so much that it then becomes your own like inner <laughs> monologue or like your own joke that you tell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can't wait to hear this <laughs> in the Smurfs movie. <laughs> have you seen it? Yes, the one with Neil Patrick Harris. So, in our family now, we always say, "Azrael, are you dead?" (laughs) Because Gargamel's cat is Azrael, and then he always like falls somewhere. And Gargamel's like, are you dead? And so whenever someone says Azrael in my house, we all chorus, yeah, are you dead?
0: Which is kind of perfect. It is perfect. I really like that. And people don't get it when they're watching
1: it. They just think it's a cat, but they don't realize that Azrael is really dead.
0: You don't realize how deep it is. The Smurfs movie is so deep, you guys. So every
1: time someone <laughs> says Azrael, that is playing in my head. I'm like responding in my head
0: with that line. I love that. Okay.
1: I tried to get it out because I would have been, we would have been recording and I would have been thinking it the entire time. You
0: would be trying not to say it yes. the whole time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No, but I love it because it kind of normalizes death without yes. it being so scary. If you right. just say things like that all the exactly. time. So I think it's beautiful actually. Now, if you picture the grim reaper, when you hear angel of death, <sighs>
1: yes, like black cloak, sickle in their scary. hand, no face, just bones,
0: grim reaper. You could not be further from the energy and appearance of Azrael. Exactly. Couldn't be further. No. Agreed. I don't see Azrael with much of a gender. Mm -hmm. I think they're very gender neutral. Okay. But I will say I see Azrael as more feminine. And you see him as more masculine. I do. But I think that that might be some of that like angel of
1: death programming.
0: I think so too. But also I think it could be. Because this archangel doesn't really present either way. Mm -hmm. I think it could be just like what you need. Right. Like that makes sense. Maybe that energy just feels more feminine to me, but Mm -hmm. it feels more masculine to you because that's the way you perceive it. And that's how it helps you. Yeah. I
1: don't really love the idea of picturing it as like super feminine.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I picture whatever gender, the amount of beauty is like stunning. Like of all of the archangels, even Jophiel, who is the archangel of beauty, right? Azrael is the most beautiful archangel to me. I think people are going to be resistant there. I think so too. And I don't think it's an accident that you are picturing something like the Grim Reaper as like scary and and like the app right. like because the not only is it beautiful, but the energy of Azrael is like soft and comforting and warm and lovely.
1: Which completely contradicts what we've been taught in our culture with death. Like, death is something to be avoided and to be scared of. Yeah, um, And that's, like, terrifying to people. Exactly. We don't talk about it. We've, like, done all these strange rituals with it.
0: I hate the rituals. I know
1: you do.
2: I can't stand them. Yeah.
0: If we go back to our pagan ancestors. Right. They were not viewing death the way that we are. No. Because they knew that, that all of this was a, a big circle. Cycle, yeah. Right. We're... A, a cyclical part of existing. Right. You would hit the death and then there would be birth again. Like, And when you're hearing archangel of death, we do mean like physically dying. Yes. But we also mean when a job is over or when maybe your kid goes off to college or you move or Mm -hmm. a marriage ends or a new relationship begins. Mm -hmm. Any sort of ending of a cycle is a death.
1: Yeah, like a transformation
0: or a transition. Every season dies, correct, and a new one is born. So this is what we mean. So if you're like, "Why would I need to call on Azrael?" I don't have a lot of people that die around me. I mean, first of all, that's of very all, lucky. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. Second <laughs> no. of all, you have a lot of death around you. every.
1: Every life is all about transitions and death and like ending of cycles and yeah, it's what that's what life is.
0: And I don't think a lot of people think to call Azrael when they're manifesting, but if mm. you're asking for something different than you have, you're, you're calling upon you death. Yes. The death of what you currently have. Right. Exactly. So it's this idea of release, which is also not popular in our culture of letting go. <laughs> right and ending and like we don't celebrate that but it's sort of like oh if I want something different I've got to let go of all the stuff I'm holding
1: yeah I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time hearing that though that like calling that like the death of this job I think like death is so heavy and weighted in our culture that it's not um I think we
0: avoid that word I think we do too and I think it makes as a result it makes the idea of grief very confusing
1: yeah. And it also makes transitions really hard because you're then creating a resistance.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're
1: holding on so tight mm-hmm. and you, or you even just don't have the language yeah. to let something go mm-hmm. that you can't release. Agreed. That's the Agreed. problem.
0: Agreed. Letting go, releasing, ending something in our culture is looked at as like doing something wrong. Right. So like even even if you're looking at something like, oh, I went to school, I went to college for this. And Mm -hmm. I did it for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. How many times have you heard that story? Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) You hear it constantly. And there's like this idea of like, wait, you're not going to do that for, for the next like 60 years of your life. Right. And then collect like your retirement. Right. Like you've, you've made a mistake, correct? but we're not designed to do that. Or how many times you hear someone that was like, I haven't been in love
1: with my partner for years. Right. But I didn't know how to leave. Or it would be wrong. I would hurt people. Right. right, Or I had already invested two years into it. It's because we're not taught how to let things go. Exactly. We we don't know how to say goodbye. We don't know
0: how to say like, I'm moving on. We're not designed to do the same thing forever. We're actually not designed to do the same thing for very long at all. No, agreed. Even if you're doing the same thing, you're not doing it the same way you used to do it. Agreed. You know what I mean? Right. Like as a certainty person, you would think I wouldn't like that. I do like that. Right. Like it, there's almost certainty in the variety. Exactly. You
1: right. But it's right? going to always be changing. Yes. And right. if you
0: can accept that in right. whatever way you need to, it's helpful. Agreed. All right. Let's talk about some ways you can use Azrael.
2: Okay.
0: For, well, first I should say just the color white. Like when you th- you hear people say, I saw a bright white light when I had a, mm-hmm. a near death experience. That's because that's Azrael, right? It's not black. The color is not black, <laughs> right, right, right. And it's like, why does everyone talk about this bright white light when they have a near-death experience, no matter what, like religion or belief right. system? Oh,
2: I wonder. It's I think it's because it's this angel, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I know it You're is, but right. yeah.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. Let's say you have someone in your life who is dying, physically dying. Yes. Call on Azrael. I've done that. Yeah. Dealing with that and mm-hmm. that transition, and helping that person transition, Azrael does better than anything.
1: Yes, and you can also ask for them to help you. Yeah, let that person go. You can. I, I've asked to help my kids let people go.
0: Mm-hmm. Help me
1: grieve. Help me. Help me walk through this transition mm-hmm. as like gracefully and healthily as I can.
0: I think that's a beautiful point because I also think that most people walking around this earth, maybe not our listeners, but maybe mm-hmm. some of them, don't realize that when you're around somebody who's dying, mm-hmm. they can tell that you're holding on to them as tight as you possibly can. Yes. And you are affecting them. Yes. I'm not trying to shame anyone. No.
1: but and they know? might not consciously no, no. note it, but they, they are noting it
0: energetically they feel it yes when you get messages from spirits on the other side mm-hmm. they mention it oh really and like when this happens so often where people will say something like oh my god i was on my way to the hospital and they died and they must be so always. mad at me i didn't make right. it right and what does the spirit always say i did it on purpose i didn't want to pass in front of you yes be- probably right. because you were gonna hold on right really tight and it was gonna make it harder right and they're not mad at you. No. It's not a thing to be shamed about. No. But if you are like, I want to help this person pass, I want to help them transition, calling on and doing what you just said where you're like, help me deal with this and right. let them go is going to help them too.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I did that. You had to help me with that recently when my, my aunt, who was like a mother to me, died. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk myself through having like, a, a, we knew she was dying, but I had to like, I was sort of like, I had to give myself a moment, meaning a couple days Mm -hmm. to be like very, very, very upset. Oh yeah. Feel it, feel it, process it, be as upset as I needed to be. And then when she was home with hospice, I had to then actively work on being like, this is not about you. Yeah. Right. Cause I felt that pull to be like, no, stay, we can fix this. We can heal this. We can. You know, and, like, you have to let go of that pull. It's that, like, because, again, we don't
0: talk about letting it go. And I, I think, to clarify, when you're saying this is not about you, you're meaning, like, the choice to let go. Right. Like, she wasn't dying to personally irritate you.
1: Right. She wasn't abandoning me.
0: <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> and all of my inner stuff was going, no, no, like, what's life after this? Like, how do I survive after this? And it's like, in this moment, it's not about that yes. it's about me trying to be with this person for as long like and be as helpful as I can.
0: Like to show up for them. Exactly. Yeah.
1: To show up and as hard as it is for me to show up to to try to make it as peaceful for them as I
2: could.
0: Yes. And it, it doesn't mean that you then ignore all those feelings. No. It means that you like put them safely in the basket until right. after they've passed and then you go, Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna like allow that. Right, exactly. Yeah. So right. it isn't going like forget your shit and just help this person.
1: Right. And again, like if we had been doing this 500 years ago or 2000 years ago, it's not to say that you wouldn't care that someone died. Yeah. But there wouldn't be this, like, it's almost like a
0: panic,
1: like a fear, like a, like a, a grabbing and like, mm-hmm. s- stay, stay, stay. Right. Like it's the right. energy of like, don't leave. And I'm probably like, I'm probably feeling that a little harder because I, have my, all my abandonment shit, <laughs> shit. But like, it's, but, 500, no, more than that. Thousands of 2, years thousand ago. 2,000 years yeah. ago. Pre-patriarchal religion. Mm-hmm. We would have been very sad that our loved ones were dying. Yeah. But we would have known yeah. that they were okay and that they were going to come back.
0: Well, right, because we didn't connect the energy of lack to death. Right we connected the energy of abundance. Right. So that panic that like my visual that I always see is like someone holding onto a rope and not letting go. And it's like cutting in their hands and it's bleeding because they're so afraid to let go, to have lost this thing. Right. It's the idea that I'm never going to have it again. Right. That is panic. And it feels, it feels wrong to the human system. You know, that isn't true. Right. The idea of something, an energy dying, like truly, like the way we see it and never coming back and not existing anymore. Right. We feel in our very core that that's not correct. Exactly. That doesn't work. Right. So that panic is because we, we have been taught that. But if, when, before you knew that the soul would reincarnate, right. that they were just in a big loop in a circle, of course you would be sad and grieve. Right. But it didn't cause that lack feeling that you're describing. Exactly. And so culturally we now are like in this place where I don't care if you're the most religious person ever. Right. That faith system is telling you that this is a total end. Right. Black, done. Right. And that doesn't make sense to us. Right.
1: Or that to see them again, you then also have to die. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. Which is then terrifying on another level. Even if you're saying it makes you feel peaceful in some way, it might. But it's also subconsciously like, I have to die. Yeah. To get this person back.
0: I mean, death is one of those things that you can only know intuitively. Right. Maybe we need to do a death episode.
1: It a that. Episode right now, so we'll but get. Az- Azrael can help you with all of this, all yes. of these feelings. That was my initial point, but was that like I made Heather help me, but I also <laughs> called in Azrael. You know, and I wasn't having these big like ceremonies, like Azrael, like come help me in this journey. <laughs> it was literally just like a thought, like we say, yeah. if you can just think and like tap in and be like. I need help with this death. I need mm-hmm. help with this transition. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to say. Azrael will be there. Exactly. I
0: just say Azzy. Azzy. Yeah. I say it, Azrael.
2: You know, are I you make dead? a lot of
0: nicknames.
1: Azrael, are you dead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I actually love the symbolism of a cat for an angel of death too. So True. I don't even hate that part of it. I don't either. Yeah. I like it. All right. Let's say you are dealing with grief. You're in grief mm-hmm. and you want help through grief, not right. to avoid grief. Correct. That's not doable.
1: Worth distinction.
0: Yes. But to get through, to like also have to exist, because we have this really bullshit setup in life where like you have to like grieve, but like also go to work.
2: It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? right? So like
0: if you have to like exist in your life and, and are grieving and you want help with that or just anything, our angel Azrael is the person for that. Mm-hmm. And if there's a word I could use to describe what it feels like when Azrael is around, it's compassion like true selfless compassion.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't usually like to use the word selfless, but you know what I mean? Like yes. it's just what you need.
2: Yeah.
0: It's really beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Also, if you're having trouble with any transition in your life, wherever you are in a cycle of something,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Azrael will help you
2: mm-hmm.
0: that any sort of transition work life, like your children School. changing ages. And like right. some people have a lot of trouble with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what Archangel Azrael is there for, because it is a death. It's a death of the old way, the old state.
1: Right. If you're graduating from high school, if you're graduating from college, if you're moving, mm-hmm. any change like that.
0: Mm-hmm. There is a group, a large group of human beings whose purpose has to do with death. Yes. I would like to spoiler alert that if it has to do with death, it also has to do with birth and it has to do with birth. It also has to do with death. They're the same energetically. Yes. I feel like that could also be part of the death. episode.
2: Yes. (laughs) I feel
0: like it could say so much more about that, but I don't want to just talk about that forever. But let's say like you're really drawn to being like a doula. Yes. You're probably also really great energetically in helping people pass. Yes. Because it's an energy of transition. It's not like a birth energy and a death energy. Right. So if that's...
1: I think that's, I think that's important to note So I think if you hear that someone's like a death doula, which is like a yeah. something that people do now. Right. I mean, I think people have always done that. But yeah. now, you know, in America, you'll hear that someone's actual job. Right. It's not that someone's like obsessed with death. No. Or they're like this like dark... They like driver hearse for a car. Part. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not right. like that. It's about that
0: transition. Exactly. Exactly. And some people are... I I see them as someone who, like, helps you walk over a bridge. That's – you know me. It's, like, visual. Yes. Whatever the bridge is. Right. There's certain people who are really good at helping you across. I'm not one of them, but you are. Mm -hmm. I am the person who, when you're, like, standing on one side of the bridge Mm -hmm. and everyone's being nice and, like, whatever decision you want, I'm going to kick you and be like, just
2: go. go." Exactly.
0: So, like, but there's all different, and then Jamie's gonna grab your hand and be like, We're going, come on. you've got this. I'm gonna help you across the bridge. Like, so not everyone is this way, but it's basically people who are like physically there when you're going from A to B, right? And that's what their energy does. And you are that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you, I think, do it more than you even realize you're doing it. I think you're just constantly like people are just calling you in when they're transitioning and they're not even vocalizing it. And you're just like perfectly showing up and doing it. And you're just telling me a random quote unquote random story. And I'm like, okay, bridge Walker. Exactly. (laughs) Death doula. Yes. That, that does make sense. I mean, yes. A lot of people talk to you about grief Hmm. and I know it's because you've been very vocal about like losing your dad young and Mm -hmm. like having your mom die when you were a baby. And like, Mm -hmm. so people know that, but there's a lot of people who have experienced death where people don't just like run up to them to talk to them about it. Right. But you, they do that to you. Yes. And they do. You don't mind it. I'm not trying to say like you're mad. No, I don't them. mind it. No, no I, I would, I would say that you thrive in those yeah. environments. Yeah. I think
2: I'm good at that. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: even the, when your aunt died, yeah. shout out to Colette and spirit. Um, <laughs> you were just on a different level of helping everyone through that process. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot, I think it's just
1: sort of something that you naturally can do or don't do. Like I was explaining to you how I want to be there like mm-hmm. as often as I could. And that, it that wasn't a drain for me. No. Where some people they would do it because they felt like it was the right thing to do, but it would be like sucking them dry. It yeah. doesn't feel like that to me.
0: I am. Someone sucked dry by that.
1: Yeah. No, for me, I, I was telling you that it felt like a, like an honor. Yes. And a privilege to be there. Yes. Through the grimy stuff people don't talk about behind closed doors (laughs) that have to be done when someone's dying. Like that stuff to me is not like cringy. Yeah. It's just part of the process.
2: Yeah. It's what a
1: body does when it's dying.
0: Not to mention that, but you have a natural knowledge of like what the person dying needs to like hear and feel Mm -hmm. and sense. And you do that too. Mm -hmm. I have this oh, shit, this energy <laughs> is in two places at once. Oh, exactly. And I don't know how to manage it.
1: Yeah, you're like, they're half
0: gone. Half yeah, year. well, for me, the, the walls are slippery anyways, the, right. the lines, right? right? right. So yeah. when someone's in between, that's a lot. It, it's really tough for me. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just saying that because I don't want anyone to feel guilty if they yeah. are not that, but I also want you to feel really validated if, if when we're describing Jamie, you're like, that's me. Because I want you to know that transitions are part of your purpose. Yes. I think that's nice to know. It is nice to know. I mean, if you've ever been around a hospice worker, Mm. you know what the energy of transition and like thriving in that is like. Yes. I mean, those people are a different species of human and are amazing. Yeah. I mean, it takes definitely like a special soul to do that. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, many like nurses also have this mm-hmm. energy because it's not even just death. Like think about all the, like nurses are transitioning you from like, like through healing, basically yes. anytime right. you're healing from anything, you're transitioning. Exactly. Right. So right. counselors, doctors, I mean, there's so many different people, but if you're mm-hmm. in any of those fields or like you are in like the funeral business in any mm-hmm. way. Oh yeah. Um If you're a medium, you help people communicate with spirits. Yes. Azrael is a, great archangel to call on you yes. you already do you're just not naming them. right, right? Exactly. you're not na- you're not saying azzy like i am yeah <laughs> let's say you are needing a little bit of clarity about if something should end or not Mm-mm. relationship job okay. whatever azrael is the person to call for that specific clarity okay. all right so if you're like i need to know now first of all if you're asking the question the answer is probably yes right exactly. <laughs> But if you need a little clarity on, like, how to go about that or what that might look like or how, like, help me walk through my feelings of this, yep. Azrael will give you a lot of signs. Now, they're not going to be, like, sandalphon signs, like music and very obvious. Right. They're going to be, like, very subtle feelings. Like, you're gonna, it's going to be highlighted what's in alignment and what's not in alignment. Okay. And then lastly, if you need to feel, maybe feel isn't the right word, if you need to appear strong. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel like you can mm-hmm. in whatever you're facing, Azrael is a great archangel to call on for that. Love that. It's almost like some superhero moment where you can like call something you don't have yes. to like deal. That that's true. Yeah. That's so accurate. Azrael is great right. for doing that. I love that. Yeah. I would say Sandalphon and Azrael could 100% work together. Yes. Especially when you're asking spirits for music, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have mm-hmm. a nice little collab. Good point. But I'm also going to say as powerful as Azrael's energy is, it's very subtle. subtle. yeah. I know that doesn't sound like it goes together, but mm-hmm. any moment where there's a transition, Azrael's not going to make it about them. Correct. It's going to be about you. You're going to feel really supported.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like someone beamed a bunch of really powerful, really souped up energy work to you mm-hmm. and just like keeps their hands on you. And then you're doing stuff with it. Interesting. That's yeah. how it feels to me. Yeah. I always feel Azrael behind me. Mm. So yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I think
0: so too. So I would say call them together. Call one. See see the energies. They don't have similar energy, but again, they're both not gonna like knock stuff over in your house. It's gonna be subtle. Right. right. It's gonna be warm. It's gonna be kind. And I would say try it out and let us know what you think. Yeah. And if you would do any of those kinds of transitional jobs that we talked about, let us know if you have experiences with Azrael.
1: Yeah, and let us know what you- sending for a song i want to know what it is i want to know all those things
0: yeah yeah and if you want to call on any of them on our behalf yeah we give you permission
2: definitely
1: <laughs> hey everyone heather and i have an ask for you if you love this episode or if you love the igg can you do us a favor we need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download subscribe like love whatever it's asking you to do can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on it would mean so much to us
0: thanks for listening to our episode for a way to get in touch with us please visit our website intuitivegirlsguide.com we love hearing your feedback on our episodes